0: Welcome to Play by Players, an MLSPA podcast. This show is brought to you by the players and is all about the players, both past and present, who have plied their trade in MLS. You'll hear about each player's journey into the game, their careers and life after the game, on the field and off. It's all on the table. Now here's your host, former MLS player, Bobby Boswell. Welcome back to the Play by Players podcast. It's been a little while. Um, we're really excited today. We're joined by uh, a guy that I think is an incredible player. He's got an incredible resume, and he's still uh, pretty young, in my opinion. He's got a lot of good years ahead of him. He's played over 200 professional games, uh, started when he was uh, very young. Um, he scored over 75 goals. His scoring uh, goal ratio to games is, is one of the best, not only in MLS, but uh, he averages a goal every three games. Uh, he's played in south america he's played in europe he's played north america uh, he's on the chilean national team he's in the mix Uh, please welcome to the podcast diego rubio
1: thank you thank you bobby yeah that was a long resume (laughs) thank you
0: oh i I talk a lot but uh, today it's more about you and um you know i I mentioned i mentioned you being um a chilean national team player Uh, you were born in santiago tell us a little bit about um you know there's a lot of people here that that they they know chile is a is a long uh, beautiful country but tell us what it's like you know as a as a nation and you know very proud proud people and, and tell us about where you're from
1: yeah well uh, chile santiago i think like you say it's a, it's a great country you know it's uh we have different different weather it's kind of like here you know but very very like thing <laughs> But very long, uh, but' it, it, it's a nice it's a nice country with nice people, you know uh, when it comes when it comes to soccer, you know people kind of like change a little bit. they're very emotional. Uh, well, like the majority of the South American are like that, you know but but then it's a, it's, a, it's, it's a country that they they try to work together, especially when when we have some like problems over there they they try to be unified you know and and work together and try to to solve the problems all together so it's a, it's a nice country to live
0: yeah and you know i think a lot of people especially um you know americans are 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 just getting into soccer a lot of them in the prime was uh you think about the the new generation of fans they're used to seeing brazil uh argentina but they don't realize and they're realizing now um that that Chile is is a really incredible country in terms of producing soccer talent. Um, you know, talk to me a little bit about growing up. I know you, your father was a, a player for the country as well. We don't always see a lot of players whose parents were, or their dad, was a professional, end up becoming a professional. Your family is a little different. Tell us about, about growing up with a, a father playing professionally.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, I think like the majority of the, of, the, of the countries over there, I think every kid, and nowadays every girl over there wants to turn a soccer player, uh, it's, it's very popular. i a, I'm not, I'm not gonna say it, but kind of like is the, the, the sport that if you wanna, you know, like kind of like earn money and all this stuff, is the, is the, is the sport that is gonna take you from, from there like out. Uh, now, nowadays is a lot of other sports, but soccer is the most popular. I mean, everybody knows about soccer. Everybody knows about players. If you're playing in a, in a big team over there, like, it's kind of like you cannot even go. If you lose a game, you cannot even go out. Uh, so my, my life, I mean, I, I born in a family of soccer players. I mean, I still remember the, the, the birthdays of my parties being of only national team players. Uh, so it was all about my life. It was soccer, you know, like I, I knew every player. It is it, funny because here they say when they talk about Cole Bassett, you know, they say Cole Bassett, no, every player, you can ask everything. And I just love, you know, I don't tell my story, but I was, you cannot imagine. I knew every player, the, 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 hey, the weight, left uh, footer, like everything, everything. Like I was, I was addicted to soccer when I was young. And so that, that was my life and I can tell you, yeah, my father played professional, he played for the national team, he played in Switzerland, Italy. Um and my two grandfathers, they play soccer too. Uh, one he played for Chile, the other one played Copa America, also Copa Libertadores, sorry. Um, but I mean it was you imagine you our conversations in my yeah. way, like my mom was like she, she at some point she even was talking about soccer you know like making doing these her opinions and all this stuff but it's since we were young like every weekend it was games games or t- in on tv soccer so if i can tell you how was my youth and all this stuff it's all about soccer <laughs>
0: Yeah, and your and your and your brothers, um, you know, did y'all did y'all get along? And I mean, was it always practice with each other, or were were y'all too far apart in age? You know, tell me a little bit about that experience.
1: Yeah, so we have a summer. We had a we still have it a summer house uh, where my father kind of like made a, like a, a field. Um, I don't know, maybe kind of like the size of an indoor, you know, yep. but it was normal grass um and over there you know it was like a small town of course they knew my father they knew and we were like we were always like friendly so we start knowing people knowing people knowing people over there knowing kids you know so during summer at some point we i'm not gonna exaggerate but we have 50 80 uh, like kids playing with us and like we have like four teens, you know and i was what, I was six, seven years old and I play with guys with for like 18 years old. And like we were playing all day for four or five hours. Like we couldn't like stop. So this was like my, my when, when my brothers, like we played the whole time and we went, I still remember when we were alone, we have these big goals and we play something that we call it over there, goal to goal. So we have two touches and we start like shooting. So you cannot save it with the hands. So you only save it with the body and then you shoot. So you have all the time two touches and we could play that for hours, for hours. Imagine I was, my older brother was 10 10 years older. And I probably, I start playing with them, against them when I was seven, eight. So it's a 10 years difference yeah. uh, and, I, and I wanna win. I mean, I never play like <laughs> the lose and they, they like tried to crush me. I, if they could win 10-0, they did it. I mean, they never were like, ah, yeah, we're going to let him score. No, 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 never.
0: Well, that's awesome. I know before we started, I told you, I, I, I think I played against your brother uh, or one of your brothers at um, at Catolica. Uh, tell us a little bit, you know, your story is very interesting in that you started there um, and then you go to the rival. Tell us, you know, growing up, uh, I'm really curious as to how people accepted that, you know, where you're from.
1: Yeah, so I started in New Jersey Catolica because it was very close from my, from my house, you know, and they, they have this thing that they, walk, they train in the afternoon so I could go, like, to, the, to my school and, and have, like, normal life, you know. Uh, but I was always, always a fan of Colo-Colo, uh, and I love Colo-Colo. You cannot imagine how it was. Like, I will cry, cry, and cry for them. So at some point, I told my father, I want to leave, you know. Uh, and they they were like, yeah, but you cannot leave. I was 13 years old. And they said, like, no, you cannot leave. Like, you're kind of like one of the, I had one of the best season over there, but I was 12. Like, it didn't make, you know, a reason. We, we say to my father, like, I'm young. I 12 years old, I should do whatever I want at that age, you know. And they were like, no, you can't. So we fight for a year. <laughs> with with, the, with this team until we make like a i don't know fake deal like i don't know what they did and then i moved i moved to colo-colo and then everything started you know like i move i start playing there in under 15 16 and then at 17 i did a decision about moving to uh kind of like this this online schools but it was an online school. They call it athlete school where you decide if you go in the afternoons or or in the mornings. So I decided with my father, like, I want to be a soccer player, you know? And he was like, like, are you sure? Like, if you do it, this, like, you have, you have to be like hundred percent do whatever it takes to do it. And I I, I said like, let's do it, you know? So I moved to these athletes and then I moved, well, I started training in the mornings with a, all their categories, because normally in this club in Colo Colo and in Universidad de Chile, not Catholic a, a lot. When you are 15 and you are good, they move you, like you okay. play with the under under 20. You know, like, like you go straight. They they don't wait for that. Like they they just they just want you to play. You know, in a higher level. That's that's how they show you like if you are good or not. So I I just move and it, it wasn't an easy decision because I have a lot of pressure, you know, like, because my two other brothers were at that point were professional, uh, but going to the school. So my mom, yeah. my mom was terrified, like, you have, you have to do it, you have to be professional, or I don't know what you're going to do, you know, kind of, because you're still like finishing school and all this, but it's different, it's different. So I, I made it. So that was good. Yeah.
0: Well, I, I'm curious, you know, I always ask forwards, you know, as a defender uh, it's easy for me to remember all the goals I scored and which ones meant a lot. But um, where, you know, I know I, I saw a thing where you scored against uh, when you played for Colo Colo. Um, was that one of the, one of the bigger goals for you or, or were you more uh, indifferent because you, you, you like both clubs?
1: You know, I have a, I have a thing that I don't care against who I score. I just care about more of the moment. And I think if you're asking me what is more important, I mean, that that, that goal was important because it was in a playoff. But yeah. at the end of the day, it didn't make a difference because they scored after and they eliminated us.
0: But okay. if
1: you ask me like about important goals, I think the goal against Salt Lake in the playoff is the most important goal that I score. Okay. So it's, it's not about against, it's more about like what happens in the moment and what happened after. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, so I was going to ask about Santos. I mean, for I don't think we've had anyone on the podcast that's played in uh, Libertadores, um, you know. And and I know you're not going to like the result, but you you lose to the champions. You could make a case. I make a case every year that the the Libertadores winner is probably the best team in the world. Um, you know how do you how do you feel like? I have a I have a Piece of paper i had to print it out because it was too long of, of the different leagues and different things you've played in i'll get to that in a little bit but for me uh i know you've played in uefa Um uh, you played for your national team which is is a really big deal but for me libra the is um it's up there in terms of uh highest highest quality of soccer in the world it's
1: it's it's different i mean playing i think I didn't play Champions League, but for what they told me, like Champions League and probably Copa Libertadores has the, almost not the same sensation because Champions is what every South American player wants to play. You know, but when you play Copa Libertadores, is, is something is something else too. You know, and especially yeah, like you say, my my first professional goal I score against Santos, uh, and it was Neymar and, and another couple, you know, guys like important guys over there. So it was yeah it was amazing i mean and i have a good story if you want to hear it over there Oh, I, that's, that's <laughs> so, what we're here for so the 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 coach that he was supposed to send the list to the uh, copa libertadores list about four players he got fired the last day of that so an intern coach from colo-colo took it that day and i wasn't in the list at all and this this intern coach from the academy. He took it and he switched the list and he put me in. So after, after two weeks or three weeks, they signed another coach, an Argentinian coach. And I was, I was playing like for the under 20, you know, like sweetness, I like, a, how to say mixing with the first team, a couple and, uh, and he wasn't like calling me at all. But at some point they have, they had this, uh, the game against Santos and the two forwards, but we were four forwards. Uh, two of them they were injured so they say like who's the next in the list Diego okay let's call him because he's in the list kind of like we have to call him so I say like okay let's I mean let's do it I never thought that I'm gonna play and we were losing 3-0 you know uh, I came in we start no 3-1 and I came in and I scored the 3-2 and I actually like I, well I scored the goal and I was like it was crazy. It was crazy. I mean, my first goal was scoring Copa Libertadores at 17 years old, I was like in another another planet, you know. And and then I keep I keep playing. So I always I still think my, that coach in the academy, I still talk to him because you always need something like that, I think in soccer. You need you always need someone to trust, to have faith on you. And and that that guy had that's the most faith in in the world, you know, on me. And that's I I mean I'm thinking that, that that's why I'm here right now, you know, for him.
0: Well, no, that's incredible. And uh, you had a, a ton of success with with Colo Colo. Um, you know, tell me about the deal the to go to Portugal. I mean, it it's a you know one of the top three clubs in Portugal. Um, you know, were you were you hope you know I think I saw you were getting looking at the city, A, yeah, maybe Udinese, AC or, uh, you know, there was, there was a lot of talk of where you could end up, but tell me, um, tell me what it's like to go from, like you said, everyone wants to go and play in, in South America. They want to go play in champions league or play in Europe. Um, you got to do that. Tell me what that was like.
1: Yeah. So, uh, I, to be, to be real, I wasn't sure about going over there to Europe. Uh, I, I wanted to go, but I, 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 Everything with me like was so fast over there. It was two months. I, I couldn't even go out with my friends, you know, like you want to celebrate with your friends. I couldn't like we were every day. And as soon as we hit like the holidays, vacation, they called me for the national team at that point, like uh, for the pre-selection to the Copa America. So I didn't even have time to celebrate with my family. So everything was so fast that I was thinking like, what if I stay, you know, a couple a couple months more, a couple of years, you know, here. So the, the big thing, it, it was like, I started scoring goals. I scored six goals or five, and I didn't have a contract. I didn't have a contract. I was free agent, you know, just playing because I was in the academy. Um, so at that point, you know, like a free agent, he scored three goals in Copa Libertadores, 17 years old. They were calling me all over like Europe, like giving me offers here and there. And I was like, I told my father, look, I want to sign with the team with a release clause at least so I can leave the money so I can show you like I can show them like how much I love them and like how thankful I am for them to like to show me to the world so I I signed with them at the moment that I signed signed with them I have this thing with the Sporting Lisbon and to be real they were the last ones to come to me I mean they were a couple of the ones uh, but they want me free. They want me free. And I say, like, no, I'm going to. So uh, any team that comes has to pay these release clouds to them. And then I go. And they were like, yeah, whatever. And that was one of the things. And the other one was Sporting Lisbon Sporting Portugal is known by have one of the best academies in the world. So I say, if I go there, I, I, I just turned 18 years old. I say, like, I'm going to turn that an amazing player you know i have so many things to learn i like still now i need to learn a lot of things you know but at that age i say like i want to learn i want them to teach me but yeah when i went there it was it wasn't what i was expecting you know it was different And what do you
0: mean when you say it wasn't you just you just didn't like (laughs) the you know you didn't feel it was a good fit or or, um you
1: know the the thing with sporting portugal is that they have a lot of pressure they had a lot of pressure because they are a big team. They have a big, big fan base and, and they pressure them to be champions. And, and then you have two teams like Benfica and, and Porto that they, they invest so much money. They have so many good players from South America from everywhere. It, so it's like, it, it's, it's more about, we had the players, we have everything, you know? And sometimes it's more about you yourself, you know? But I, I'm telling you, I was 18 years old. I want everybody to come to me and kind of like, show me almost how to play, you know? And like, show me what to do and be with me all day. But when I came there, it was like, no, no, you need to show it. And they give me one game, uh, you didn't show in the game and bye. We put the other one. So my competition was national team player, of Portugal, Postiga. Uh, Ricky Van Boswinkel, they bought it for $10 million. And then they have Valery who as a player that played for Manchester City or Parma. For... So that was my competition for 18 years old, you know, that play only 15 games in, in, in a first division in Chile. And I was like, OK, I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. But at some point, like you need you need some some advice, some help, you know. And to be real, I didn't feel that at all. Also, I, I feel it sometimes, but it's, it's more about you. Uh, and I think I didn't have the material to go there and find everything what I needed to succeed, you know? So okay. I always blame on me, but, but I I realized a little bit too late maybe.
0: Yeah. That's still a lot of pressure. Um, mm. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't have any uh, experience there Diego. So I can't, I would love to give, I know you're a big motivational guy and you, you find motivation through the great athletes. I've seen your social media and stuff, but I'm, uh, I don't have anything for you on on this one. Um, <laughs> I've never been in that situation. I wish I I wish I had that opportunity, but um, you know I, I know you talked. To, it was a little bit hard, and you didn't get as much of an opportunity as you'd like. Um, y- your path is really interesting, though. You end up getting loaned out to, um, you know, the places you've been. You know, and I don't know how long you lived there, but I mean, the places you've been are pretty uh, pretty different. You get loaned out to Romania. Mm-hmm. you get loaned out to finland um talk to me a little bit about you know i think it's funny right because in the u.s it's like uh you know you play at kansas city you get loaned to swope or you know you play in houston you get loaned just a couple hours south like you're you're yeah. not only going to a different country i mean it's like a whole new culture a whole new language um, talk to me a little bit about what goes through your head when you're a young guy and You know, you've moved halfway across the world and then they say, oh, by the way, now you're going to go to another country Uh, and it's nothing like where you're at.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, for me, that point when I moved to Romania, it was a a little bit difficult because that, that summer over there, we have the World Cup with the national team and I couldn't make it because I have a hip injury. Uh, So I was like three months out. So when I came back, when I when I was healthy in Sporting, they told me like you need to leave. You know, new president was the third president in in two years in, in Portugal. Uh, they came to me and said like you cannot stay, like you need to leave, you need to leave, you need to leave. So I, I was recovering after three months without training. I mean, every every team, every coach asked me like how are you? Like no, I still have two two weeks until I can train normal. And we were in the middle of the preseason or maybe at the end of the preseason. So it was a very difficult time for me. Uh, and this, this team qualified for the Europa League. You know, they eliminate uh, Sporting Braga, and they came and they say, eh, we want you as a striker. And I was like, amazing, yeah. I mean, I don't care where to play. I need to play. I need someone to want me. So I said, like, let's do it. You know, Europa League is very attractive, or even if, like, in the group, you're going to play, play six games. So it doesn't matter where you go. So I say like I, I accepted and I went over there. The thing is, the, the first game of Europa League, they put me out and they say like, "Hey, uh, you cannot play." And I say like, "Wait, what? Why?" They say, "Ah, we we were too late for the how do say inscription."
0: Yeah, transfer distinct. Yeah. getting so, the, the uh, paperwork. You, in.
1: you are not in the list of the Europa League for the entire year, and like my, my world like start like to be to be a mess, you know like. I was like, why they're gonna put me now to play in the league? If they need all the players to play for the Europa League and all this stuff. After three weeks, I got injury in my knee, and I like, I don't know. It was a mess. It was four or five months, uh, and then, well, then I moved to well, not not Finland. I moved to Norway. I play in Norway.
0: Sorry, sorry, I didn't. I, I meant Norway.
1: But, uh, yeah, I moved to Norway, uh, and then it was my first season that I played an entire season in Europe. So that helped me a lot in terms of, like, I didn't score. I mean, I scored eight goals, I think, in 24, 25 games. Uh, but it helps me, like, to show me that I can play, you know, in, in Europe and all this stuff. So after that, I moved again to, to sporting. I came back from the loans, and they asked me to stay there. And that's when I had a very good, very good season in the second team, that is second division in Portugal, where like I score a lot of goals over there.
0: Yeah, no, that's incredible. I mean, uh, when you go to these other countries, I mean, do you do you feel like you got immersed in the in the culture, or was it just kind of a you put your head down, you go to practice, you you go home? Uh, I know in maybe Romania it wasn't a lot of fun, but maybe maybe in Norway, you had a little more time to, you know, you're there longer with a better, a better, you know, soccer players, they need to play. So yeah. if you're not playing y- your life, isn't always great, but you know, maybe, you know, tell me a little bit about being on the road and trying to figure yourself out.
1: Yeah. So I I, I was like, well, I was married at that point, uh, And I moved to Romania with my wife. Uh, it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. It was a very, very small city. You know, like I still remember when I was uh, looking for the distance between Bucarest and, and uh, this uh, Targuiu that was the city, it was like, well, in miles, I don't know, but 300, 300 uh, kilometers, 400 kilometers. In Portugal, in 300 kilometers, you do it in two hours, you know, two, two and a half hours at the most. Uh, over there, 300 kilometers, that is, I don't know, one, 150 miles, you know, seven hours. And I was like, where I am? Like the, the highways, I mean, you need to stop because the highways, it was like chickens going around, like cows, like everything. Like I said, like, where I am? Like I moved to another, you know, another world. It was insane, you know, and at the end, at the end I mean, I, I like it. It was all new for me. But it, it was kind of like crazy, you know. A new country, it was all new for me. You know, the city I went to, to the like, I kind of like, I live very far from the stadium, far, and I was walking every day to training, ten minutes walking. So that was our city, imagine like crazy. And then I moved to Norway, where you go from here to like Norway is almost like the most expensive country in the world, you know. So it was a big jump, and I was like, but at the end of the day, I I, I think I was talking to another person that day, that made me be the person that I am today, that I respect every, every culture that I respect, every person that I respect, every plate of food that I respect, like everything, you know, because at the end of the day, we are not different, you know, it's like, it's just, we are living in different countries, but People is not different. is is all the same.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's great. Um, you know, I I do I think people that travel they have the same thoughts that you do. We you, you see you see where someone's from, and um, you know I say soccer's that's the great the the great equalizer, right? It's that you you meet someone from some other place, and now you have a connection where uh, you you put a face with a country and a, and a people, and um, you know you've you've had some good ones, so you talked about going back to uh back to portugal at this point i know you were in the 20s and you were also with the 23s Were you Were you traveling during that um getting called in or or you know how were you representing the the youth at that or were you beyond that at that point
1: no that, at that point i mean we don't have 23s over there in chile so i was the the last the last time it was 2013 where i get called we we qualify for the world cup i played that but i didn't play the world cup and then I didn't get called out until well, like two years ago. Yeah, yeah. We'll get we'll get to that. Yeah, I mean it, it, it was great. Uh, so I almost moved to Braga, um, Sporting Braga. They they wanted me to like a, uh, you know, like I still I was still young at that point. Uh, I scored a lot of goals in the second division. So so they 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 wanted me to like as a prospect still uh and I was so excited and uh, at, the, at the last moment it cancelled and then we have this chance to go to Valladolid and I was like yes I want to do it. Uh, it at that point it was second division but second division in Spain is is amazing you know how many good players over there um and the, the main thing is like my f- wife family uh, lives in Valladolid a lot uh, the other part lives in, in Sevilla but uh, a main part of the family lives in Valladolid. So I was like, let's do it, you know, like, why not? So we move over there uh, it wasn't a, I mean, good experience, amazing players. Uh, I didn't did well at all. Uh, I have, yeah, I mean, I am honest, I am honest. Uh, I have a couple games. Uh, I mean, probably I start three, four games, you know, they give me the chance, I didn't score. Uh, you know, that over there the striker has to score, it doesn't matter. I give assist and I play kind of like, okay, but I didn't score. So that's how they measure you over there and you you score, you don't score. So I didn't score. And then, well, at the, at the middle of the tournament, they, they decided that they told me you can stay because they, they actually like me actually after like after a year and a half, uh, during during winter here uh, vacations, That coach called me because he was in India and he told me he called me and said, like, hey, can you come like come to our team to help our team like for two months? And I was like, nah, I'm vacation. (laughs) I was actually recovering from from a little injury in my knee. But so that that coach told me, like, you can stay and fight for a place or you can leave, you know. And I said, like, I'm I'm good here, so I will stay to fight Uh, until Sporting Kansas City came to me and I said, like, yeah, I want to go there.
0: Yeah. Okay, before we go to before we go to MLS, um, you know, a lot of talk around the world is what's the best league? Do you, Do you think? I mean, I know I've I've met a ton of guys that have played in uh, different divisions, and everyone seems to say Spain is is the best in terms of technicality. and And the, do, you, do you agree with that?
1: I play. I I, I. I mean, I. I watch first division, and I saw that it's very difficult. And like you say, I have a couple guys telling me that it's insane. I play in second division, and if second division is like that, I cannot imagine how first division is. I mean, you don't have time. Yeah. You don't have time. I mean, some teams maybe they they will wait for you a little bit more, but after the half. It's like yeah. you don't have space, you don't have time. It's it's crazy. So when 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 you guys see Barcelona, what they do is is insane. It's insane because like like I'm telling you, you don't have time to think. Like you need yeah. to play so fast. Those players are so fast. They're so good. They're so smart. That I mean, they're good. They're good. Yeah. They're really good. No,
0: I was curious. I mean, I know. Um, it, it's a whole nother level. I don't think we. I don't think we as Americans quite grasp it yet, but we're, we're getting better at that. Um, talk to me a little bit about MLS, like wh- what appealed to you on that? Um, you know, how did how did that go? Do you think it was a, a good transition for you? Or, you know, were you excited? Uh, what were your emotions like?
1: Yeah, so they they offered me to come here and I was like waiting. My wife was waiting for the for the twins and I was like, I'm going to have big family, you know, and I, and I was like, I just want to go there. I know that it, it was growing up at that point, like better players, they were coming to here. And I say, like, I, I just, I don't know. I want to be part of that transition. You know, I, I mean, first of all, I came on loan, you know, and I was like, okay, I want to show that uh, I, I was, I was able to, to play here. Uh, I mean, it, never, never, I thought that I was coming here to IEC easy league. You know, I never, I never take it like that because a lot of people say, I oh, know MLS or from over there is easy. No, it's not easy. It's very physical and all the stuff. So I, I, I saw a couple of games and I said like, I want to go there. You know, I think I can, I, I hope I can do well. Uh, and it was very interesting, especially like, the, well, the team, Kansas city, when you see the video and everything on like from them, you know, like fans and all this stuff is like, wow. This is good, you know, um, and I want to try. I want to try and how, how I could do it here. So that was, that was my first thought when I came here.
0: Awesome. Um, I, I do, you know, it's funny. I'm old enough. This Kansas City here, I say, you know, you're old when they don't have the, the names on the, they don't have, they just have the names. They don't have the sponsors anymore. Um, but, you know, Kansas City became this wonderful club. And, you know, we used to play at Arrowhead, which is, I know you're a Chiefs fan. Um, I'm from Tampa, so I apologize for, oh. for the Super Bowl. But, um, but, you know, they played in the football stadium and then they played in a baseball stadium. Mm-hmm. And then they get this beautiful stadium in Blue Hell. And, um, you know, it's an incredible place to play. I could see how anybody would want to go there. Um, you know, I, I'm always fascinated with Peter Vermes. I think, um, you know, for how long he's been around, you know, some guys have uh, great things to say about him. I haven't met too many people that have anything bad to say, but, you know, I know that, um, you know, I always give guys an opportunity to, to talk about their time somewhere. Um, you know, talk to me a little bit about playing for Peter just because he is the longest tenured coach. He's probably other than Bill Belichick. I think he's the longest tenured coach in American sports, which is crazy.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I will always say, and I always say this, and I think he creates, an amazing thing and not only about soccer i think about everything what involves the team uh, everybody who is in there is like so how to say so into the team family they, they want to work there they want to be there you know like anybody that you talk you will never hear that oh i want to leave or i'm waiting for another offer no like every worker over there is so happy to be there and that's That's actually very positive, you know, out of them. Uh, As a team, yeah, I mean, I I will not tell that. I mean, you can like a coach, you cannot like a coach, uh, but at the end of the day, it's results. And results can tell you how good or how bad is a coach. And he had very good results with that team. Uh, He's been champion, like, so it doesn't matter what everybody else says he he, he had good good results uh, during these 10 years so that's that's all what i can say it doesn't matter if i have yeah. a bad relation uh, with him if i didn't like him at all if i like him at the end of the day is based on results and they had good results they have a very good team and he created a very good team over there
0: yeah, and it seemed, you know, I, like I said, I, I've seen a lot of your posts where it was kind of a, I call, I call Kansas City a, a family or a culture. You know, it's a culture thing where they do so much together. You have, I know, uh, I think Beasley did the jersey, you know, you wear jerseys in and it's just a fun, it seemed like a fun locker room. Um, you know, talk to me a little bit about, uh, obviously, I uh, forgot to mention, you, you won an Open Cup there. So you talked about Peter winning, you were part of, uh, you know, you won some hardware. Um, then you end up going to Colorado, um, you know, talk to me a little bit about the the change at this point, you know, you have a pretty large family, your family's growing. Um, you know, how do you feel about, about going there? And, you know, this is essentially where you are now. I know you've had some coaching changes, but talk to me a little bit about Colorado and, and you know what you like, what's, you know, what's a little bit different uh, than, than Kansas city.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to tell you a little bit about the change. I mean, I I finished that year with uh, Kansas City 2018. And uh, like for me, it's all about playing. It doesn't matter if I go, I'm going to go 30, 10, 5. But I want to be there every game because I think I I can do it, you know. And that year I was supposed to be like the super sub. I scored 10 goals in like 800 minutes or 700 minutes. Uh, and I was like, I want to play every game. It doesn't matter if I start or I don't start, but I want to play even if it's five minutes, you know, I will be the happiest guy if I, you put me two minutes or five minutes, it doesn't matter for me. But I want to play, you know, because I want to I be important. So I actually have a conversation with him and that I want to I say, like, I want to know where my future is going to be, you know, like uh, I have kids, I have family, and I, I cannot wait until the end of the year with these options, <laughs> you know, option years, like waiting until December where I'm gonna be uh, so that that was all the conversation that we had at the end of the year uh, like I wanna where is my future is gonna be well two weeks later they trained me to <laughs> they train me to Colorado uh, and and I can I could find like something that I like it here I mean uh, that that they like me I like them uh, I like the city you know uh, and I want to be, I, I want to create something special here. I want to be, I, I want to be some someone, you know. I always tell them that it's kind of easier, you know. I mean, over there, you know that they have, like, a lot of legends. Uh, here, they have legends. But the last couple of years, we all know that we didn't do, you know, a lot. Like, this is the first time in four years that we qualified to playoff. So I, I wanna I wanna be I wanna be in the, in the story of of the Rapids, you know I wanna be if if I could do it you know be the top scorer ever or or take them to something very important so I, I didn't come here just to be com- like how do you say com- in, in a comfort com- zone yeah comfort comfortable. zone you no know, I don't I just don't I don't I don't come here to have four or five years contract I come here for to win and that's yeah. all that I want win win and win.
0: Well, Yeah, I mean, uh, you made me look like a genius. I I called uh, a game. I I do some commentating occasionally and and you played Houston and I said you were going to be my game changer. And I I think you had like either a goal, a goal and an assist. But I mean, it's just, um, you know, I I look for guys that I think are they move well. um, They have good ideas every time they get the ball. And I'm always amazed. Um, you know, I'm not a coach. I don't pretend to be a coach. I don't like to talk bad about coaches. I love. I told you before we started. I love Robin. Um, you know, I'm a little biased. We went to the same college, um, but I just always am more. I, I wonder what happens in training um, or what they see because from a from a distance, you know, if it just looks like you're the best player on the on the team, the best player on the field when when you have a good day. Um, so it's it's you know it's fascinating that um you know I, I think you're a star waiting to happen uh but you gotta like you said sometimes you have to get the opportunity um you know and it sounds like you're you're still waiting to you know uh still waiting and earning that opportunity in Colorado I, I think you guys are on the right foot though um you know it's a little long-winded I don't mean the, I don't mean I know you had different coaches there and, and it's it's still a, a different culture now It's it's changing and you're a part of that but Um, you know are you tell me what you think for this season what's the what's the goal MLS cup I assume
1: Hmm. yeah I mean we we are gonna we're gonna go step by step Uh, I think that's the main thing but we all like we all know that the MLS is all about how consistent you are uh, your team your group you know how much your group wants to wants to win that Uh, so I, I think we have a great group I mean uh, we have a couple auditions uh, and i think it's, it's very strong you know a lot of young kids uh, that at the end of the year at the end of the day uh, kansas city you call it a young young group nine ten years ago and they win a lot of stuff so this is what we want to we want to be you know like a, a young group that start like this that nobody knows us nobody we don't have like a freaking star you know uh, but we all are so like into being playoff into win every game into do whatever the coach tell us to do you know that we want to get there we want to get there and uh, I think this is a year we where a lot of players in this team needs to prove a lot and that we I think we not even we need to we need to prove we want to prove we want to prove to the to the to the fans, to the MLS, that we can be there and that we didn't qualify last year for playoff just with, you know, lucky. Uh, we want to be yeah. there because we, we actually deserve it.
0: I agree. I agree. Um, I'm going to switch it up a little bit. We, um, I, I think I told you, we. Uh, you're the first, I call it, uh, English isn't your first language. How many languages do you speak, by the way? Having been all oh, over the world.
1: No, I mean I can speak English and and Spanish. Uh, I understand Portuguese like hundred percent. I don't have the accent. Uh, I mean, I I went to a German school, but I almost like forget everything. Uh, maybe I will need an entire year, you know, to learn so to start and, speaking.
0: And do you have a German passport? I, yeah. I saw. Yeah, what What's the story there? Grandfather. or?
1: Yeah, no, grand. How to say, grand grandfather came from Germany. Okay. Yeah, so awesome. well, that's cool.
0: And then I saw you recently got your your green card, or not recently, but you you know mm-hmm. was that a, was that exciting for you?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's good. You know, it's good to have it to be more like here with the family where we can come, like yeah. easily to. Yeah, enter the yeah see that, and, and then
0: you like you like football. You're going to basketball games. You're you're embracing it, right?
1: Yeah, so, I love talk that. to
0: me a little bit. Um, you know, the league has gotten very latin um you know the the it's a it's a gateway from south america central america um as a as a latin player um do you feel like it's a brotherhood you know when you have when you see guys from uh you know i'll give you an example like me i my favorite player in dc was uh lucho acosta right Mm -hmm. i I mean I i felt like he was my brother from almost you know like a son slash brother um but he's so like the Argentinians are so wired, you know, they're so angry all the time (laughs) that (laughs) it was like, Hey, that should be your friend. He's like, Oh, I hate that guy. You know, you know, he played at at river or something. Um, You know, as a, as a, uh, I know Chile is not Argentina, but do you, you know, when you see guys from other teams, do you feel like it's a, you guys have a camaraderie or uh, a brotherhood that connects you that maybe other players don't have?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's different. Like you say, if you're in South America, you barely talk to another guy in other teams. Uh, it's like this thing about like, no, you kind of like you need to hate them. You know, you need to hate the other guy. And if they're playing, you're like, you're cl- like the classic. Now, you like you cannot even talk to them. Like you cannot even laugh. It, it's like that, you know. So here is diff- it's different because we have this union, the MLSPA, you know, and all this stuff that... You actually need to talk to each other, you know, to have more relations, and it's kind of weird because you, yeah, you talk, and then it's like you go to the games, you know, like, hey, yeah, I know you, I talk to you, and all this stuff, but but after it's still it's still this stuff like, hey, you play for the other team, I play for this team, and I mean, we still have like this this bad conversation inside the field, you know, during we're playing, uh, that is 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 our is in our blood you know like we cannot control it I can't I can't control it myself you know so I, I guess that other guys now like but after the game is I think you get used to to be more relaxed you know like to be to go one there and then say hello to the guys to the boys uh, I will tell that a brotherhood nah not, too, not that much you know because we still have this like uh, you know I want to win I want to yeah, yeah to kill you you know in the game well, you know kind of well, I was like gonna that say, <laughs> i was gonna say
0: i look you know i i i got a lot of cards when i played and i saw uh, one year you had 10 yellow cards so i was saying <laughs> i was saying that you know you're saying you're happy but maybe maybe when you play you're not so happy you know you get out there and, and you you're not you know not a lot of red cards but the yellow cards was a lot and i was thinking if i'm if i'm a defender and you're getting yellow cards i'm i'm completely happy with you that means you're trying hard <laughs>
1: yeah yeah i mean i switch i get so mad with referees i i actually i need to switch i need to change that a little bit (laughs) (laughs) i get mad with them a lot but it's especially more about talking than making fouls yeah okay about talks
0: well i'll ask you one last question kind of a hard question kind of a weird question um you know if you don't want to answer it that's fine or if you don't know how to it's uh it's interesting to me though i i follow a lot of um, you know, I, I played college in Miami, so I've, I've been around Latin players and Latin journalists. Um, uh, I follow a lot of the Latin community. My coaches growing up, were are all, um, foreign. Um, I'm curious, you know, you have kids now and, you know, assuming you have a long, healthy career here in MLS, I assume your kids, if they follow in your footsteps and their grandfather's footsteps and their great, great grandfather's footsteps, um, you know, as a guy that's been all over the world, played in South America, um, how do you feel about the U.S. in terms of coaching and, you know, what what, what do you see? Because we're in a really tough spot right now. We didn't qualify for the Olympics. People act like we should just beat Honduras and beat Costa Rica. And, you know, we're not beating these teams and we're not. It's consistently happening now. Um, as someone that's got his green card now and, um, you know, obviously your allegiance is still to your home country, but uh, what do you see as an outsider that's kind of become an insider that needs to change here? Um, you know, for, for U.S. soccer.
1: What I think it has to change, uh, and I always say, winner coaches. I mean, I'm gonna put an example that is is always. I, I never get it why why it's not like that. Teachers around the country, in the world, they should be the best pay employer in the world for me because they are teaching they're showing the kids how to do stuff you know like this is the future so it's the same for me in academies for me in 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 national teams they have to hire the best coaches in the country I'm not saying they are not I don't I don't know them at all you know I I know them you, you know a couple ones I'm not I know Peter, I know Greg, that I, I, I watch a lot of Columbus games because the the way they play. Uh, I, know, I know Seattle, I know, well, Robin. But I always, always say you have to have the best coaches in, in, the, in the country in that position because you need to teach the kids how to do it, you know? Like you need to teach them like this. This I would say, these emotions that need they need they need to they need to have it on that games, you know. I mean, like a lot of people say, what is the difference between Honduras and 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 the U-23? I mean, I don't even need to say I, I don't need to say it. I mean, you 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 saw it. I mean, I think everybody saw it in the game. And this is the thing that coaches I think need need to show to the players, especially young players. You know, like this this hungry, this I would love to see Peter. I would love to see Oscar in a national team in under-23, even if he's just Oscar Pareja. Yeah. I would love to see him in under-23. I would love to see him, you know, like to show this, this spirit, you know. Uh, but no. I think it is what it is. I think you need to have the best ones. I don't know if they are. I don't know if they are not. I don't know them, so it's not my opinion, but in general you need for me in in, in in academies in in u23s in u20 in u17 you need to have the best coaches it's not like take it like just okay well let's i don't know so and then like i say it's the results i mean yeah. if they qualify nobody's going to talk anything if they didn't qualify it happens now everybody's talking about it so it's, yeah it's, just, it's it keeps ha-
0: it keeps happening and that's the part that bothers me but um you know it's always good you know it's like if I say it you know they say oh what do you know but if if everyone is saying it and people that aren't just American that have been around the world if they're saying the same things I, I agree so um listen I, I appreciate you coming on I I mentioned a lot that um that you're on social media I, I I recommend everyone follow him he he posts in both English and Spanish so uh you know you can you can follow out. some guys that only post in one language it's a little a little harder for uh for me to follow but um you know you can find you on Instagram and on Twitter and um listen I I wish you nothing but but good luck this year I'm I've always been a fan um you know hopefully I get to see you and when you come to town um I'll be out there watching but um you know thank you again for coming on the podcast and and good luck this year
1: thank you Bobby thank you for everything Thank
0: you for listening to Play by Players. Visit playbyplayerspod.com for more episodes or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. This has been a production of the MLSPA. Learn more at mlsplayers.org.